This is a presentation of the Pitch Podcast Network. Hello, my name is Patrick Moore. This is KC Top 5, a Kansas City listicle podcast. This is a podcast where myself and other people from Kansas City make top five lists about, you guessed it, Kansas City. Today we've got a great show. This is the third episode. Um, I don't know if that means that's lucky, but this is the third one we've done. I have no idea when this is coming out. I have no idea when any of these are coming out. I know very little, period, in general. I am recording this after the Super Bowl. That's all I'm going to say. We're not going to talk any more about that. On today's show, we've got Brock Wilbur coming back. He is the editor-in-chief here at The Pitch. And then joining us, we have Katie Camlin. And if you don't know who that is, I'm sorry you're not a cool person, but I will play you a clip here to uh, introduce her. So apparently it's all about who you know when you're trying to get the scoop, Kevin, on one of the biggest NFL contracts of all time. Indeed, but not for one local beer manager. 41 Action reporter Aaron Ladd shares how she earned the title of accidental NFL insider, all when she learned about Patrick Mahomes' new contract. What started as a typical day for this KC beer manager quickly turned after a large order of champagne from a member of the Chiefs' front office. We think there's going to be a big signing today, and we were like, oh my God, I bet it's Mahomes. So the former middle school teacher tweeted her scoop, writing at 12.21 p.m., my guess is a Mahomes deal, only to be confirmed by NFL insider Adam Schefter just 90 minutes later. It doesn't really seem real. I just kind of made a guess, and, uh, and then a couple hours later, I was like, oh, I was right, that's funny, and then... What ensued, Camlin says, is pure chaos. I had so many notifications that Twitter was like, would you like us to filter these? And then suddenly people are tweeting at Adam Schefter telling me like that I get the credit for the story. Credit given from the man himself. Keep me posted next time some Chiefs buy six bottles of bubbly, Schefter wrote in a DM. I definitely want to put like in before Adam Schefter on like probably tattooed on my forehead. Yeah, I'll always remember this this whole year for the Chiefs and now my part in this. A part the Chiefs mega fan says she'll never forget. Reporting in Casey Moe and with the Chiefs, Aaron Ladd, 41 Action News. All right, so that is the clip. That's uh, obviously from 41 Action News, KSHB. I think I'm allowed to use that clip. I don't really know. We'll see what happens. I think I can play news clips. But that's Katie Camlin. Uh, So that is the other guest on the show today. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope this is a nice distraction from that Super Bowl game we're not talking about. That didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. This is episode three, Casey Top 5, Brock Wilbur, Katie Camlin, Beers! The, the beer community is very divisive. <laughs> no, that's a new fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about my list, honestly, putting it out there, because it's, it's going to get torn to shreds. It's <laughs> a very stressful... I hate, like, ranking things or, like, putting things in order. Like, it stresses me out. So I just kind of went with my first, like, thoughts. And then, so I'm like, okay, that's that's from the heart. We're just going to go with that. <laughs> that's what it should be. Don't overthink it, for sure. Is... is is Brewery X going to be upset that I didn't mention them or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just, 
it's hard. <laughs> Honestly, my God, if they're listening to a podcast on its third episode and they're mad about that, good on them. Good on them for engaging with the community. <laughs> That's true. I'm making sure I have one of my beer names right. But yeah, it's like I could probably give you, I joked on Twitter, I was like, I'd give you like a top 55 beers and that would probably be easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, well, is it of all time? Is it things available now? Is it, you know, see, like things available all the time, seasonals, one-offs, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find out what this one is called. Well, I guess that makes sense. Probably want to get the names right. We're going to put them out. Yeah, I just, it's like one of them, it's like a series. So I want to make sure that I. I'm worried too, what are you I doing did... with your hair today? <laughs> My hair? Yeah. It's very like Michael Douglas in Wall Street. <laughs> It is. Oh my God. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but I didn't, uh, I wanted to do something with it other than just wear a hat today. So that's all that was able to happen. My precious and, uh, Patrick Bateman's son. It's just so nice to see you. <laughs> okay. You want to kick us off? Is my zoom working still? I think it froze. Yeah. <laughs> it's just your face at all this right, point. Cool. The hair yeah, doesn't let's... move. The eyes don't move. <laughs> Nothing moves. It's fine. It's like, what are fine. we doing? <laughs> Katie, let's start off with you. What is your number five, your fifth favorite beer in Kansas City? Uh, I, like I said, rank are, are we just diving in this way? Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to go with T-Vice by Crane. There's there's nothing like that out there. It's it's just so wonderful. Love that beer. Yeah, I'm familiar with Crane a little bit. But like, what kind of beer is this? Yeah. So T-Vice has kind of um, like been one of their most popular for a long time. Um, it's a vice beer, so it's like a, a sour style beer, and it's made with rooibos tea, like a red tea. Um, so it's just really unique. It's it's just, oh my gosh, it's so good. It's it's really interesting, the flavor combination. I love it. They're definitely good at sours. It's awesome. I'm not a big sour beer person. What's your thought on sour beers, Brock? Uh, I, I'm, I'm fine without sours. <laughs> so here's my thing that we get to enter into beer chat with, which is that my wife used to be uh, the biggest beer snob in the world. And then she found out she was uh, gluten intolerant around the time we started dating. Mm, so she was so one of those people that like went to places and like Pliny the Elder, Pliny the Younger, I'm waiting in line to get these things. And then she started dating me, a person who has no interest in beer and no palate for said thing. Uh, so she started trying to live vicariously through me. So she, she would take me to beer tastings. And I'd be like, all right, so like that, like how does that taste? I'm like, it would. Hints of bubble. I don't, I don't fucking know. You can't. <laughs> I can't That's help me. with what we're doing here. I'm That's so sorry. Like it is. <laughs> ah, okay. Then yeah, I can do the wine, the beer. I'm just like, I have oh funny, God. funny bubble. And like, a, it tastes like a submarine. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. It was under the water in a, in a tank. I don't know how that's happening. So we yeah, are. sour beers to me, at least they're a thing that I'm like, I can tell this apart from anything else, like an IPA and whatever. I'm, this all tastes like beer. Sours, I do, I guess I enjoy because I'm like, I can at least, I know that genre that's ska that's the ska of <laughs> i love that comparison i know what's happening <laughs> i love that comparison wonderful <laughs> full disclosure i stopped drinking almost six months ago and there will be a theme in my list of uh high alcohol content which i think yeah. will play into a reason of why i stopped drinking <laughs> i got some heavy hitters on mine too <laughs> i will say i was also kind of a dick though like i uh when i would go to a place like a lot of places feel like they should make their own beer even when they shouldn't make their own beer like not, right, not right. everyone has to make their own beer. 
is the thing. Right. Yeah. You know, when you go to a restaurant, they're like, hey, we make our own ketchup. And it's like, you know what? I would that, just- That was what I was ketchup. about to say. Like, no one needs the homemade ketchup. Yeah, sure. I would just like a bottle of Heinz ketchup, please. Thank you. So if I go to a place and I try to order like a Heineken or something, and they're like, well, we make our own beer. I'm like, you know what? I'll just have a Jack Daniels. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't want to mess with their beer menu or whatever. So I'm a little bit ignorant too, uh, which, uh, you know, beer people love. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've always enjoyed about Jeremy Danner is like when he'll bring over like a sampler of like 12 things and I'm like, I don't know shit about this. And he, he at least was always very kind and like, I'm not going to snob you out of this. And I'm like, thank you, because I'm going to drink all of this and not understand any of it. As if I was like flipping the pages through Moby Dick and was like, done, read the book. <laughs> I, I am illiterate, but like I did flip through the pages. So I've caught the themes. <laughs> to be fair, that's pretty much how Moby Dick should be read. That is a very dull <laughs> book in my opinion. <laughs> I just want this to turn into a top five books podcast Stop halfway it. through. Stop it, don't play with me. Rob, yeah, I suppose uh, my number five is probably um, uh, Boulevard Brewing, who we all know I love, Boulevard Brewing. Uh, their uh, their tie-in 40th anniversary pitch beer, the Pitch Blood Orange IPA. That was really good. I was working. It was a really good beer. I was still working there when that was at the test bar. And it was delicious. I like that one. It was quite good. So you decided to go with beers ever, even if it was a one-off. I wasn't sure. But I think too hard about these lists because I anyway. <laughs> I assure you that you should not. <laughs> My fifth favorite, I think. Uh, I looked it up. Up on their website it's they don't still have it so i don't know if it's a one-off or if it's coming back or not but it's a city barrel and it's their recovery beer which again i also stopped drinking so my fifth favorite pick is a beer that had electrolytes in it <laughs> because uh, what better way to treat you know when you're hungover on a sunday morning it's like oh let's get a beer with a little bit of electrolytes and a little bit of fruit in it. <laughs> like I, I don't want to stop drinking but i do want a gatorade what yeah. do we got what's that category <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh, i don't think i ever had that uh, I, I don't know if they make it a, if like they'll bring it back or what but uh that was it's good shit. They are selling so much of their rad AF that they're pretty much like all focuses on rad. And um, I mean, not not obviously like 100 percent, but um, they're doing really well with that beer, which is good for them. Yeah, I used to uh, bartend at the corner restaurant in Westport where the oh, okay. chef. Uh, you were at corner? Now he, oh, there. fascinating. I love to learn about you. Yeah. I don't want to throw him under the bus, but uh, I want to throw him under the bus, but he wouldn't serve ranch dressing. He was like anti-serving ranch dressing. They always did seem annoyed when I asked for, for ketchup, living in this so sure. That's, that's <laughs> like, well, yeah, we're in Kansas City. I can have an attitude yeah. with someone else's ranch. That's a controversial statement. Their food. Like, you can make a bougie version of ranch. Sure. Oh yeah, you totally could. Or is blue cheese the bougie version of ranch? I don't know. Maybe. Like a, a chipotle ranch, a, a, a buff. Buffalo sauce. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, is it back to me? Is it number four? Yeah, my Zoom cut out again. That was that was excellent. Yeah, wonderful. Katie, <laughs> let's go to you for number four. Um, so this one is a, a tap room only right now at uh, Kansas City Beer Co. But their Schwartz beer, dark lager, delicious. I am so crazy about dark lagers because they just combine all the good things about beer. In my opinion, um, love it. Delicious. Hopefully it comes out in bottles eventually so I can just keep it in the fridge all the time. I love it. I love a dark lager or like in yeah. the cold weather, you know, you want like a dark, heavy beer. Yeah, but there, but it's nice and light or like light bodied kind of um, still so you can, you know, drink more than one without feeling like you just ate a brownie, like some of those awesome big crazy stouts, <laughs> which I love you, those. You want to live in a song by the national. That's what you want to do. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Seems appropriate. Uh, Brock, how about you, man? What's your number four? Uh, 
uh, the ladies over at uh, Cervase Bruco, their 40th anniversary beer for the pitch, the Ruby Red Anniversary. Mm, just a top-notch beer. Big fan of that one. I didn't get out for that one. Uh, I need to, COVID has kept me from going to a lot of great breweries. It's making me sad. I live up north of the river, so that one's kind of far for me, but they make good stuff. They're, they do really good stuff with fruit over there at Cervase. Service. All right. This is good. My Zoom keeps cutting out. This is going to be Yeah, I was like, we're on like a delay. <laughs> My number four, they definitely don't make it anymore unless they have it at one other other locations but it's the uh ursa major from mccoy's mm. which was like uh, an imperial stout it's so good <laughs> it was delicious oh mccoy uh, I, miss, I miss mccoy's every day yeah me too mickey's is great like i really like mickey's but i would like them to exist while mccoy still exists like i i want both <laughs> absolutely oh ursa major that was a good beer uh, and that was also yeah high alcohol content i think that was the first time i had a beer where they're like hey you can only have one of these <laughs> <You're> <laughs> we, like, we all remember our first where they're like there's a cutoff on beer and you're like that can't what? be <laughs> really yeah um speaking uh -oh. of that, that that segues really nicely into my number three which is um another heavy hitter um, that's Boulevard's Bourbon Barrel Quad. Mm, um, absolutely freaking delicious. Um, it's that Belgian quad aged in uh, some bourbon barrels with some cherries. So it's just like big, boozy, sweet, malty. And it's like, I think it's 11.2 or 11.8, one of those, but it just drinks so nice. <laughs> That one's really good. I love it. Yeah, I've not had that before, but that sounds, oh. I, I love like bourbon beer. Yeah, I love the quad. I love Belgian quads and then uh, throw it in a barrel. I'm totally in, honestly, for any beer. Throw it in a barrel, I want it. <laughs> Brock, what are your thoughts on being thrown in a barrel? <laughs> sure. You're on board. I would prefer to be oak aged. Like regular aging is not doing anything for me. It's fine. <laughs> That's true. I think yeah, oak aging improves everything. Sure. Honestly, yeah. I'm trying my best to age myself in a whiskey barrel conceptually, <laughs> conceptually. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the work. <laughs> I've been putting my hair in oak chips. <laughs> Rock, what's your uh, what's your next pick, sir? Well, I I don't mean to be super normy on this one, but uh, I I think everyone can agree on this. The uh, the meat Mitch Charbar table barbecue sauce. You put that in a soda stream, and you've basically got the best <laughs> beer that we have in Kansas City. Just really bubble up that meat Mitch Charbar table barbecue sauce. Get it all up in you. That's uh that's the yeah that's where it goes in the lineup for me. I could have gone higher or lower. I uh, thought about it, but like yeah, yeah, I think right here, kind of right in the middle. You did not soda stream barbecue sauce. You did not tweet a <laughs> chief's thing. Yeah, I dedicate to a goddamn bit here, Katie. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a question. No, okay. I, that's fine. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, did you really do that? No way. Sounds interesting. Sounds like it should be done for science. A saucy choice. <laughs> a saucy choice indeed. My number three is the uh, Casey Beer Company, uh, Dunkel. Beautiful. Beer I've had many times. Uh, it, it looks heavy, but you can you can drink six or seven of them pretty easily. It's a beauty of a lager, man. Love those darker lagers. Really great. But you can pound them. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, also great with like a soft pretzel and some cheese stuff. But what is their, it? Their pretzels out of the at Casey Beer Car are so good. Oh my gosh, delicious. Uh, Katie, what's your pick? Um, so now I'm getting into like Casey Beer Snob territory. So there's either going to be people rolling uh, their eyes or like agreeing. You know, probably. Both 
both. Um, so number two is, is like a series of beers. I'm going to let that count. Um, so BKS out in Brookside has been doing um, a series called Big Spender, and they are triple IPAs. Damn. What those guys do with hops, like, I don't know how they hide the alcohol content because these are just like big, beautiful, like, hop bombs, and they don't taste like they're like double digit um, ABV. It's crazy. Um, so they do like a rotating hop series. Um, so the most recent one I had, I think had some New Zealand hops, um, Vic Secret, just amazing. Like uh, those guys are killing it. Honestly, I could have said anything from BKS could be like on my list for sure. So it's a triple IPA or a series yeah. of triple IPAs? Yeah. So just like 10%, but they just taste like big, juicy, beautiful hops. It's amazing. Is that what the triple means? It just means more alcohol? Yeah, generally. <laughs> Basically, okay. I'll have someone coming into the, you know, comments. Well, actually, <laughs> generally, oh, I love the well, actually, people. Yeah, well, you're, actually. you're used to it at this point. Uh, but generally, like from what I see in like American craft beer, like labeling and stuff, you know, double, bigger, more, you know, more grain to make more alcohol. So they're usually like heartier, bigger, beefier beers. Beefier beers. I like that. <laughs> Goes with uh, Brock's barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah, Brock, what's your next pick, sir? Um, uh, I guess for me, the uh, Casey Birko, uh Kolsch. Um, you know, over there, every brewer gets to come up with their own recipe, brew it itself in the tap room for a while. Uh, and Elizabeth Belden is just an, an incredible... Uh, version of this. Super light and delicate. There's nothing to really hide the flaws, so get to really embrace that. As far as beers go, I, I, I guess that's something that I've really learned to appreciate the art form around. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think it's a wide release uh, over the summer this year. Uh, really anywhere Casey Beer Co. sells beer, so that's, uh, you know, hard hard two for me right there. I think there's definitely something to be said about being able to make like a simple, elegant, classic, um, like a German style or like, you know, a nice Pilsner or a nice lager or something like Kolsch. Cause yeah, like you said, you can't hide, you're not hiding anything in all of your hops or all of your chocolate and coffee. Like it's just, it is the beer and it's beautiful. I love that. It's nice we have somebody out here that's like a, a company dedicated to being like, we're going to import a style. We're not competing with all the other Americans out here trying to do some sort of microbrewery thing using what we have in Missouri or, or trying to imitate something else just to be like, we are focused on a culture and a style and we are going to try to outdo them. We're going to try and bottle shock the Germans uh, instead <laughs> of the French this time. And I, I appreciate that. I love uh, taking on a country. That's big for me. <laughs> have you seen the movie Bottle Shock? That's what I was talking about. Good, good, good. <laughs> What a weird question. <laughs> the delay is making it so much funnier on my end because there's just so much silence. I said this was like bottle shock and then you asked me if I'd seen bottle shock. Are things okay on your end? They're not great. Really They're not, not great. great. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> my internet connection is unstable. I've been told several times. Wonderful. <laughs> my number two pick, Boulevard uh, Tank 7. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, this goes back to, you know, the high alcohol content beers. There was a place, I don't know if there's a direct correlation uh, with this, but there was a place on 39th Street called the Meatball District and they had a a special on dollar boulevard beers and it was any boulevard beer no. and uh, there was a person working there that i think didn't know it wasn't supposed to be tank seven and i oh, was there with like three or four of my friends we each had about six or seven tank sevens oh wow uh, and they did go out of business shortly after this 
That's not a cheap beer. That's, oh, wow. Have you ever made a Tank 7 beer Mosa? Like, instead of champagne, you just use Tank 7? It's phenomenal. Oh, the Man Mosa. Yes. <laughs> I, I prefer beer Mosa. Man Mosa. No, it's important to use Man Mosa because as we moved out here from California, my wife saw that for the first time on a menu in Kansas City, the term Man Mosa. And was like, how how insecure are men that they can't order a mimosa? I was like, no, it's Sleep. important that we highlight that. <laughs> <laughs> a man juice from an orange and a champagne no they'll <laughs> know that there's something off with my dick we can't do it yeah only man drink beer Ugh. adam carolla has a line of sangria called mangria that's just that's so silly to me because like the alternative it's not like womgria or girlgria so like why make a man like you know what i mean like the antithesis isn't the other gender so why that's silly why so- make a man in general yeah. is a good question <laughs> Now we are oh, talking. Yeah. <laughs> we needn't. That's the question. <laughs> yes. Now this, this is the important stuff. <laughs> All right, so are we on to number one picks now? Is that where we're yeah. at? Yeah. We are indeed. I'm, I'm so, finally caught up with my Zoom here. We are, in fact, at number one. <laughs> yes, we are. So my number one um, is uh, New World Geography by Alma Mater Brewing. Um, those guys I hold on very high esteem. Um, it's a nice Italian pilsner, um, which what um i credit this beer for like my like lager reawakening um when they first opened i had this beer and i was like like the heavens opened up and i just like went full full obsession into like getting all types of european lagers i could find and um it's just it's gorgeous it's kind of like brock was talking about with the kolsch you know it's very um, it's very elegant. It's very crisp. There's no frills. Um, it's just a really beautiful beer. And again, like BKS, I could put any one of their beers on my list and it would be worthy. They're amazing. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. I feel like I'm getting like two. If I get like two beer nerdy, let me know. I just get excited. No, yeah, not, not in, at all. In what universe did somebody invite you on a podcast and get angry at you for being like, okay. oh, I'm too nerdy about beer? It's me, okay. Katie Camlin, okay, the person that okay. everyone knows and loves. Rock, what's your number one? <laughs> Love when you toss it instead of the host because you're just like, I'm done. People yeah. are acknowledging <laughs> my brand. Yeah, Zoom's um, not even caught up yet. Let me go. How do I how do I receive compliments? I do not know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, my number one beer in town is uh, probably uh, Katie's personality. Uh, just who she is about town. Like, that's my favorite beer. You can get drunk <laughs> off that. That's like an 8%. Just a really good person that can handle a compliment well. We're watching. We're waiting. We're watching. We're waiting. It's going well. <laughs> I do yeah that? okay then uh, my number one <laughs> beer in town is um literally any beer followed by a shot of the j rieger company rieger kansas city whiskey uh quite frankly uh, i have not tasted so many beers here that i've ordered because uh the beer happens and then i do the thing that i enjoy and uh, the thing that i enjoy wipes the slate clean so we're fine <laughs> uh so that's uh that's my perspective on things we've got a lot of cool um like distillers and uh distillery companies in Kansas city too it's awesome yeah, Rock, i thought you were gonna say a big shot of the jay rieger hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> not anymore not in my really 30s in my 20s absolutely yes uh, but uh <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it has been a fascinating time to be to realize that like so many of these distilleries could pivot to uh hand sanitizers because it's like what we make initially is like 200 proof that'll kill fucking anything uh, we can actually just cut steps out of it it's cheaper for us to make this of everyone that had to do a covid pivot to find something like uh the people that went from like we used to make like restaurant menus now we make face masks and shields like yeah. like that's a huge pivot for a distillery to be like yeah right we take this like poison that could clean the the sides of ships uh and actually that'll save your life it's like good everyone please do that pivot and never come back from it please keep doing this for the next 10 years we're gonna need it it's really crazy to see <laughs> so many people flipped and pivoted it's cool it is cool yeah absolutely my number one pick is super boring and people are gonna hate it and it's boulevard wheat i knew it was gonna be when you said when you said that i knew it was gonna be boulevard wheat i don't know why yeah you, you had really? to say it. somebody here had to do the thing like you're right right you're right. But, it's it's uh, great. Wheat and like, uh, tank are the things that like my dad told me before I moved here. Like you won't believe in Kansas City, they've won national awards for this beer. Like they've got the best beer in the country. And I was like, I think that's just a thing you read on Facebook. And then I got here. It's like, oh yeah, actually they won these things. Like Boulevard does this incredible work. And like, yes, cool, good for us that we have this wonderful thing. <laughs> what about I raise you one eighty acre? Ah, uh, I should have put that on my list too. See, I hate lists you guys um 80 acres oh i know you're gonna beat yourself up the rest of the night being like my number four should have been this person that was mm -hmm. nice to me <laughs> uh, do you that you are in my brain <laughs> you are in my brain um no 80 acre was like my first like kind of experience with hops um because it's just like very lightly hopped wheat um and so that was just like a hugely important beer um, for me, but they've got the the wheat mix pack out now, which has a dry hop wheat in it. So it's kind of like reliving 80 acre days. That's cool. But I will say, yeah, since I stopped drinking, it, I've noticed more alcohol free beers, which are becoming like more of an option at places too. So um, are there any locally and, and people that you seem know? to care about the flavor of it now, which is the difference? Like yeah. we have a duels, we have a thing that you can sup on, but like there's nothing there. Like it must be nice to live in a time where that's on the uptick. Yeah. So. From a retailer point of view, I've noticed um, the brewery Athletic Brewing, their sales, I think I was reading, are like up like multiple hundred percents over the past year. Like they've just exploded and they make, um, you know, like hazy IPAs that are non-alcoholic. We've got a stout from them, but um, they did a collaboration with Boulevard. And so they have a, a non-alcoholic IPA. And I was honestly skeptical um, I tried it and it, it tastes like some of the lower cal IPAs. Um, like uh, if you've had any, like a bunch of breweries make like a hundred calorie IPA and that's kind of what it tastes like. It, it wasn't offensive by any means. So I think if I were not able to drink, like that would be a hell of a lot better than like, a you know, O'Doul's or like Heineken zero zero. No offense. I know you said Heineken earlier, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I see. Like, I just like things that are kind of like either like skunky or bitter. So like, I, I just like things that are, I don't know. You gross. like the skunk. Okay. <laughs> this also sounds like you defining your favorite yeah, genres of music. Food. So like good on you. Oh yeah. Katie, what we have or, like, the here, kind of food like, I like. It's like, no, I like gross things. <laughs> Katie, while you're here, would you tell us about some like booze things that are coming up that like we should be excited about? Because I like saw people tweeting at you about a gin that I absolutely want to stop by and buy from you. Like, what's on the horizon in the alcohol world, beer, liquor that like people should be coming to you to grab? What's crazy, and I'm still not sure how I feel about this trend. Hard kombucha is like becoming more and more of a thing. Um, Sorry, you got to find that for me. Do what now? Hard kombucha. And 
<laughs> Badass, I swear. Um, so I've never had kombucha in my life. I think if something's fermented, I want it to be boozy. So I've never messed. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a, it's a strange thing. I mean, we've got two brands in our store and they've done. I, I, I just got to say that sort of line would have belonged with me and Pat at a, at an LA standup comedy club. If I'm going to have something that you, you nailed it, <laughs> like that would have been a killer line. You would have slayed the room. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if that category keeps growing or if it's kind of like a flash in the pan. Um, obviously right now, like seltzers are just booming. Seltzers are just going crazy still. Um, there's like a new seltzer brand every week. I feel like, um, but there's a lot of cool releases coming this year um i'm not sure like what is public knowledge and what is not so i don't want to spill the beans even though that's kind of my mo (laughs) (laughs) is this Uh, just what the rest of your life is going to be like people being like but also like break the nda go ahead and tell us the secrets you know you're here to tell us secrets (laughs) honestly (laughs) uh yeah and i it's like every sports news anything on oh god i'm frozen oh there we are anything that happens sports news i just like you laughed um, and like you just paused for and we were just both here like i don't know it's just the echo of laughter from a haunted child from the ring or something this is great i love doing podcasts not in person 2020 and 2021 were great well the last time we were on a zoom call brock my lights were flickering so there like was a ghost yeah that i hated that so yeah i I hated that too we replaced the light bulb and the ghost is gone so you know but there's some there's some local things um this year that um I think people are really going to like. Um, and then there's there's some beers from the some of the big guys out of state or some things that I'm really excited about. Again, I just don't know what's public knowledge and what's not. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think you're going to see as much as some people hate it, seltzers are still very much uh, like hot right now. I call it money water. Seltzers <laughs> that you like because like I, yeah. I, there are a bunch that I've had and they're all pretty gross. So I really like, uh, there's a couple different ones. One is from a little tiny brewery in Arkansas called Core Brewing and they have these seltzers called Scarlet Letter and they have just really interesting flavors. They're like a, one of them's like a lime bergamot. One of them is like passion fruit, um, guava. I, they just have like really kind of crazy flavors and they actually taste good. Um, the Boulevard Corks are totally my jam. Um, those are delicious. Um, and then I would say I'm not a big white claw or truly person, honestly. Um, mm. I kind of like the ones that are made by craft breweries, which is, I suppose, on brand. So <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. I am excited. Torn Label announced um, the next flavor in their um, seltzer series. So they had one called High Water, which was, um, it was flavored like their high tie beer. So it was kind of like a tiki flavor. And then the next one they have is Magic Water. And I, they posted this on Instagram, so I'm not spoiling this. <laughs> but that one's flavored like their magic magic beer um so it's like a, a raspberry lemon um and i liked the first one i had so i'm excited for this new one that's awesome yeah um all right well that was that we, we did all all the whole lists right we we did the thing yeah that was the top five kc before we go let's uh give socials and see what we got going on uh katie you first you want to give your twitter instagram what do you have going on right now um i did another interview i did a lot of things this week um i did a spot with dia from 41 action news about the super bowl and i picked out some game day beers um that should be on 41 action news um i did a little bit of footage for visit kc um but anything that's happening i'll probably post it on my twitter which is katie underscore and then cam with three 
M's. Again, if I had known that I'd be in a place in my life where I had to say my handle, um, I wouldn't just have like tons and tons of letters. Um, <laughs> but everything will be like posted, retweeted there. Um, stay tuned for live tweets of the Super Bowl. That's pretty much what I got. Oh yeah. Well, thank you for being here, Katie. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, Brock, how about you, sir? I'm at Brock Wilbur everywhere, but I'll just be retweeting Katie throughout the Super Bowl. <laughs> so follow me if you want to follow her by second hand. <laughs> Perfect. That's excellent. Well, guys, thank you both so much for being here. I'm sorry for all the 12 second delays between all of our videos <laughs> you're about to edit it you're gonna fix it you're fine you're a wonderful producer it'll be fine everything will be fine this is actually good yeah this is gonna be like 12 minutes long when i edit it together so it'll be fine <laughs> it froze again oh no <laughs> at the worst oh, time oh man you know what let's just call it guys thank you so much for doing this and i'll talk to you both later oh, bye. thank bye. you boy oh boy wasn't that fun huh yeah, we had uh, we had some Zoom difficulties, and by we, I mean uh, mainly me, because uh, I was the one that had the internet issues. That having been said, I think it sounded pretty good. I didn't say anything in the intro, um, but I'm sure you noticed that we, we did have some problems. Anyway, let me uh, sum up these uh, lists here that we did. Uh, Brock's top five. Number five, the 40th anniversary Pitch Blood Orange IPA. Number four, the Ruby Red Anniversary Beer from Service Brewing Company. Number three, he did the Char Bar Meat Mitch Barbecue Sauce in a Soda Stream. How am I the one that smokes weed? Uh, his number two is the KC Beer Company Kolsch. And his number one pick is the Jay Rieger Whiskey because he's a rule breaker. Katie's top five. We had the T. Weiss by Crane Brewing at number five. Number four from Kansas City Beer Company, their Schwartz Dark Lager. At number three, she had the Boulevard Bourbon Barrel Quad. At number two, she had the uh, at BKS in Brookside, uh, their Big Spender Triple IPA Series. And at number one, Katie Camlin had from Alma Mater Brewing Company, New World Geography. That's an Italian-style pilsner. And my number five was the City Barrel Recovery Beer. My number four was Ursa Major from McCoy's. My number three was Dunkel from KC Beer Co. My number two was the Boulevard Tank 7. And my number one was Boulevard Wheat. That is it. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening to KC Top 5. Thank you to Katie. Thank you to Brock. If you have ideas for uh, you know episodes we should do in the future or guests we should have, topics we should do, whatever, uh, follow me, tweet at me, Instagram me. My handle is at Patrick Moore KC. Moore has two O's. Uh, I'm that on all platforms, so go ahead and check me out. I'm even on Clubhouse. I have no idea how Clubhouse works, but uh, if you know how Clubhouse works, uh, go ahead and can you send me a message on Clubhouse? I have no idea. God, I'm talking too much. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This was a production of the Pitch Podcast Network. The Pitch is Kansas City's independent source for news and culture. Check out thepitchkc.com to see more podcasts from us, including information for how to subscribe to The Pitch or become a sustaining member. Story ideas or feedback? Write to tips at thepitchkc.com. Pitch in and we'll make it through.